Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. I just have to remember she's grieving. That's it. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> the thing about grief is I don't know how to remember anything. I've been writing things down, usually just what the kids say and what I'm dreaming, but I don't know what happened on, like, Tuesday or... Wait, it is Tuesday. See? <laughs> um, but I do know that August 19th um, came and went, and I survived, and that was the day, the one-year anniversary of my mom calling and telling me that she had pancreatic cancer. So for one year, I had that information, and... Well, for about 11 months and then then we then she passed or she died on July 13th and I know I've said that before but I guess I just don't know why these dates are significant I think it's ceremonial and ritualistic to like and just sort of there's nothing clear now so to mark time is helpful um it's also just like, yeah, I made it through that. Like, I made it through the first month. I made it a year. I'm alive, and she's not. And last, um, the girls have their first day of school tomorrow, which just, even if everybody was super alive and healthy, I would be really sad. <laughs> I'm always sad, and I'm always really happy and proud of them. And I said tonight, I was like, Mommy is crying because she's so happy and so proud of you. And I believe in my heart that you're ready for kindergarten and you're ready for first grade. I have no doubt in my mind. You're incredible. It's, it, it is the joy of my life to be your mother. And I'm sad because I'm going to miss you. And because you're growing up and, and you know, my mom's not here. Grammy's not here to celebrate this with us. And... And both are true. And so I guess I hope this grief is just a lesson for our family. And both really is the true way and state of being. I right now am more in love with my husband than I've ever been. And I'm really angry with him. And I'm really confused. And I feel really lonely and distant. And I really appreciate him and adore him and look at him and can't believe that I get to be with him. Like... And I'm irritated, but like it's all true all the time now. There's no differentiation. So, but tomorrow is their first day of school. Um, Naya's going to be in the same kindergarten class as Sayla with Miss Jessica and Miss Kim, who I will never forget the parent teacher conference with them where I met them in person. I was bawling my eyes out because I had just found out my mom had stage four pancreatic cancer and I was leaving on a plane right after that. They drove me to the airport after the conference. Or he did, I don't remember that drive, but um, but yeah, I like booked the flight to leave <clears throat> after that meeting. Um, and they were like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. Miss Kim's husband and Je Miss Jessica's dad had just passed from cancer. So they knew the whole deal with chemo. And you always hear when people talk about chemo and cancer, oh, well, my mom will be different. At that time, it was like, I don't even know what's going to happen. She might be dying. Like, I don't even know. But then we started chemo. And Miss Kim said, like a couple months later, like if I had known what I knew now about the chemo path, I would have just taken our time and going, gone to Hawaii. I don't know what kind of cancer he had. I do not think it was pancreatic because pancreatic kills you like overnight without chemo pretty much. 
and um, so my mom did her best with chemo that with ransacked her body completely, but it it gave her time, and I'm seeing that time is love, right? And I've enjoyed my time with the girls, and I just like we've been going to the museum and the IMAX movies. <laughs> And, like, learning about dinosaurs and splash pads. And I'm just trying to have these experiences with them. And I want them to know that no matter where I am, you know, I'm thinking about my own mortality a lot more now. And just, like, what am I? What memories are we making? And, like, I need to cook for them. <laughs> I'm not being a good enough mom. But, you know, I'm putting, like, rainbow stickers on all their things and making him go get special snacks and making sure she has her inhaler and nut-free delicious food and the cute backpacks and the cute lunch bags and the cute lunch box and the cute water bottles and a change of clothes and just I think those things are really fun for me normally but tonight they've been really hard because my mom's not here and like feels weird to be excited about anything without her also, everything is exhausting, and, like, when I'm with them, I'll be at the museum, and I'll be like, I feel like I could just sleep. Like, they were eating pizza, and I closed my eyes, and I really, it was that deep grief of, like, I think I have to sleep in order to survive, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't, <laughs> I have to get up and get a coffee, um, and, of course, I'm not sleeping. Sayla has this upset stomach. I hope she makes it tomorrow. Um... I have the same stomach. We were up with the cat and the heat and stomach and melatonin and all the kinds of things last night. It was a really hard night. Mercury retrograde's coming tomorrow. Um, I'm still bleeding on day 10 or 11 or something, which is very abnormal for me, and it's draining, obviously. Um, it's really hot. Um, and their teachers are great, you know. And last year was Sayla's kindergarten intro and this year it was Naya's and I just burst into tears and so did Miss Kim and it's like yeah my mom's gone like there we are in the snap of a finger my kids are a year older and my mom is gone like I don't know how I'm supposed to be feeling about how beautiful this all is and how beautiful this school is and how they're loved and adored at this school and cared for and also my mom isn't here to to witness that to to send them a card or a little a dollar for the ice cream truck like she used to and just yeah I don't know I don't know if all of these firsts are, are maybe there's always firsts like the first Christmas the first birthday first Mother's Day all that I don't know if it gets easier I think it does the more people I talk to the more people say it does get it gets easier it just gets easier to deal with but it doesn't go away and like I think that's fair you just you learn how to live with this. You expand, just like you do when you're pregnant, just like you do when you become a mother, just like you do when you lose your mother. It's kind of all the same expansion. And it's really fucking painful. I do not want to grow right now. I want to curl up in a ball and let them watch TV so I can cry and, like, not think about anything. But I have not done that, at least not a lot. <laughs> so I'm encouraging us to do this podcast because I feel myself um being mean to him instead of just saying like hey I need a hug or I need alone time and I think I just want him to know how hard it is to do to keep 
up with everything right now. It is a big, hard thing to try to get to a class for yoga. I know I need to do it, but it's just, I don't want to. I don't want to actually do anything. I'm pushing myself to do it so that I don't get stuck and stagnant in this grief. But I also do need to be more quiet and more still. I haven't meditated once. I haven't organized my room. I haven't written my script. Um, there's some things that are building up. And it's all these shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. I should be ready to have... I should be ready to have, like, reckless, abandoned sex. <laughs> I should be ready to do drugs. I should be ready to... What? What? I should be ready to work. I should be ready to think about things. I should be ready to read. I haven't read. I'm like, I can't, I can't concentrate. Um, I should be ready to see friends. I should be ready to, yeah, I don't know. But I have been ready to be with my kids. And now they're going to school tomorrow. Not really. They, and I have a half day and there's a mandatory meeting and this and that. But nevertheless... We're waking up, even if I didn't sleep, and I'm making pancakes. And I'm going to cry because I'm allowed to cry, but I'm not going to make it something they have to tend to. And I think that's my job. It's just like, it's okay to cry and be sad when something hurts on the inside or the out, but it's not your job to fix it or take care of me. It's my job. And I think I need to tell them that again tomorrow, and I need to chill out and take just a couple photos. I don't take as many now because my mom isn't here. But I probably should get back another should get back on their Instagram because their aunties are wondering. I don't think I've been on there all summer. But they're big. They're beautiful. Yaya did their hair tonight. They're just like I am so lucky to be their mother and I'm so glad they chose me. And I want to be alive for a long time. And just nothing is guaranteed, you know. Our neighbors had a party Saturday. They definitely were doing drugs because it was loud up until Sunday afternoon. The cops came. Nothing changes. We were talking about living here and, like, building out some more rooms. And then they had a party. So I think now Mercury's here. There's no more decisions to be made. I think I need to just maybe go away a couple of days and cook a few new meals and try to continue to take it easy and maybe start working a little bit I don't know all of that sounds so hard I can't even tell you like I don't want to do it I don't want to do anything somehow it's getting done though but it's surreal and I'm not totally here and I just I feel exhausted like I'm pregnant that's truly what it is all right, Saxon, I love you. Thank you for going on this grief journey with me. I know it can't be easy, and I also know I don't know what it's like to be on your side of this. But thank you for being by my side.